0: Welcome to the Capital Insight Podcast with Jenny Casson and Michelle Timish, two capital raising experts on a mission to demystify and equify the world of investment for entrepreneurs and investors alike. Listen in as they sit down with fundraising veterans and share with you the success stories
1: and cautionary tales of outside the box capital raising. This is Capital Insight. Hi, everyone. This is Michelle Timish. I'm here with my colleague, Jenny Casson, and today we have the privilege of speaking with Michelle Lloyd, co-founder of DOPE Coffee. And we're going to be hearing about DOPE's experience with investment crowdfunding, not just once, but now twice. So welcome, Michelle. Uh, it would be great if you could just tell us a little bit about your background, how you and um, your co-founder, husband, Mike, got started. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, first of all, really thankful to be here. Um, thankful for round two. Um, so yeah, my name is Shell Lloyd. I am one of the co-founders and CPO of Dope Coffee Company. And my other co-founder, Mike Lloyd, who is the CEO, we we kind of founded Dope Coffee after doing our first round of entrepreneurship in Solar Cafe. And when we moved over to Atlanta, we wanted to portray ourselves as more of who we are and support the culture that we're in. And that really gave birth to Dope Coffee and really slung us into the e-commerce platforms instead of um, brick and mortar. So Dope Coffee was really birthed Um, in two ways as our second entrepreneurial venture, but also identifying more of who we are ourselves.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And, and what, and what was it at what point did you realize that you needed to raise money from investors?
0: So honestly, as we were getting dope coffee started, we, we learned from our first venture from solar cafe, because we started out getting um, a bank loan and really trying to bootstrap 100% from ourselves. And that really left us in, in a bad place in, in, as far as expanding because as, as a startup and as like a new entrepreneur, you're learning everything in addition to doing. So that doesn't leave much room for growth with a, with a two-person system um once we once we launched dope coffee we realized that the idea that we had and our vision and our mission for the company was way bigger than us too it was for our culture and it was for way many more people so in order to build that idea we needed to we needed investors we needed that capital in order to fuel the growth and expansion of our idea.
2: Yes, that makes so much sense. So now that you have raised money, and you're also currently raising money, what would you say has been the most challenging thing about going out and raising money from investors? I would say
0: the most challenging thing is time, because like, this is our second go round And I remember when we first started, there were so many things that we wanted to do in regards to, you know, our investors or just the investing environment. Um, but it was all new. It was, it was our first time. It was our first time launching a crowd fund. Um, and I think we were a little ambitious and we're like, we're going to do, we're gonna do podcasts. We're going to do, we're going to do outreach. We're going to do all of this other stuff. And then we, we still had to remember that we had to operate as well. So I think coming into this second crowdfund, we've learned from our first crowdfund and are now in a position to say, hey, we're going to take it one step at a time. Crowdfunding doesn't happen in one day. It doesn't happen in two. I mean, it could, you know, like, we're hoping it does. Mm-hmm. But um. It's a process and it's a process that we've come to learn that you you build these relationships with your consumers and your customers and the people who are interested in your idea. And that relationship does take time. So when we set when we set the length for our crowdfund, that was really looked at as, hey, we need to continue to build this relationship with our customers, with the people that have um, invested in us or who wanted to invest in us before. Let's continue cultivating those relationships. And now we have an offer out there where, hey, if you want to engage, now's the time. So yeah, I think I think before time was, was the biggest uh, obstacle that we had to get over. And I think now that we know how to use our time more wisely, this crowdfunding segment is going to go much smoother.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. And I I think now that you have been through a successful raise, what, Mm -hmm. what in your opinion is really kind of the best part? I mean, most people look at raising capital as this burden, this challenge that they have to do, but it's also, you know, an empowerment tool. So I'm wondering what the best part about raising money has been for you.
0: Honestly, I'm going to take it back to the relationships. The best part about raising capital is the people that you get to meet and the people that you get to talk to. And these are people that really want to hear about your idea, like what birthed it, where do you see it going? You get to hear the excitement from other people about what you're doing. And I think that's the greatest takeaway because when you when you get that feedback and that energy from others and and outsiders, it makes you hunker down on your vision and it makes you want to do better. Even if you think you're doing everything that you can do right now, it makes you want to do better and it makes you want to go tell more people about it. So I think definitely building that customer relationship, um, investor relationship is very important. And I say that because we're an e-commerce brand, Yes, we have customers every day, but we don't really get to interact with them that much. We we try engagement, you know, over social media and everything like that. But crowdfunding is a little bit different. You get a little bit more personal with the person that wants to engage with you. And those are the relationships that I've come to learn to last. Like I still I, I speak with our um our previous investors, even now. And that's a different relationship that I have with them versus a customer that just comes to our e-commerce platform.
2: Great, so it sounds like freezing money for you, it did more than just get you money. It also made uh, it was kind of a growth experience for you and your colleagues. Was there anything else mm-hmm. about the experience um, that you feel like might've changed or improved your business or caused people in the business to grow um, just by going through that process?
0: Oh, definitely. Um, it gives you more of a business mindset. It throws you into uh, terminology. You increase your business acumen. Um, it really does. It really does put you in a position to where, if you did want to grow, you are the only person that's going to be limiting yourself. Um, going through the crowdfunding process, launching um, both of the crowdfunds it took a certain dive into the technicalities of the business. And it really makes you think about how you want to approach your growth. What do you want to do now? Because you can choose your raise and that right there, you choose your growth. So for us in dope coffee, we, we have high goals. We, we set our sights big and Even in looking at this raise, we had to say, hey, what is it that we want to accomplish? Not in one year, but in five years. What do we want to accomplish? And what do we need to do that? What do we need to do to keep us going? How much do we need to raise? And doing the crowdfund, literally, like I said, makes you take a deep dive into your company. It makes you learn. And then it tells you how fast you can grow. So, I mean, honestly, I love the fact that we're crowdfunding because it is real life practice for real life (laughs) in, in terms, in terms of business, you get to, you get to engage with people who, who are willing to take a chance on you and, Any business person, any good business person would really want to have their stuff together when they're pitching an idea to someone who's going to potentially invest in them. So that's honestly, that's really what I gather from, from crowdfunding.
1: Yeah, that's great. And I love how you, how you put that you pick your growth. I mean, that's, that's Mm -hmm. really brilliant. That accountability. What if you learned about what investors are looking for? What I've learned
0: is what I've learned is that there's different types of investors. There are investors who want to see your idea grow. There are investors that, um, want to just support you. And I think from the investors, they want to see you, they know about, you know, your business. They, they see what you're pitching. They see what you want to do. Um, But they want to know about you they want to know where your mind Mm -hmm. is because when i talk about you you determine your growth when an investor talks to you about investing or an investor you know sends you questions they want to know that you're up to the challenge of doing what you say and i think that's very important for an investor they need to have the confidence in you, the the CEO, the CPO, the COO, whoever you have in your company, they need to have the confidence in your company that you all are going to do what you say that you're going to do. You all are going to put in the work ethic, and honestly, that the range that you give for crowdfunding, I feel like that it, it, it's like it's showtime for the company. It's hey, what are you going to be doing during this time period of raising capital? Does everything stop? Are you still going to operate? can you handle the workload that's coming up? Because, and I'll, I'll reference our first raise, our first raise when crowdfunding started, it was just like the show stopped. It was like, oh no, we're crowdfunding right now. And then we had to realize that, hey, we have, we're still a company. We have all these other um, departments going on. Well, now as a more mature company in our second raise, we are doing everything, we are operating, we are growing. We are crowdfunding. And what we're learning is that we accepted the challenge of growth. And with that, our individual tasks as a company become a lot easier because when I do customer out- outreach, um, customer service, fulfillment, all of those items, honestly, th- that's what an investor is looking for. They're looking for you being able to continue your operations without having something even as big as crowdfunding holding you up. They also want to see that you can still keep your sights on the bigger picture while you're still doing the work like in your daily operations. So that, and and honestly, it it motivates me. It, It motivates me.
2: I love that. And so, you know, having a bunch of investors now, um, you do, obviously it adds to your workload because you do want to kind of stay in touch with them. And so how do you manage that, you know, managing the investors and making sure you're keeping them up to date? Honestly. Um, so that's a task handled
0: by the whole company and just as any good company, honestly, I feel like we take good care of our customers and our investors are our customers. And, I believe that it's our job to we have a duty to certain customers, whether it be an investor or a person that has a subscription. So if you warrant a certain type of communication, it's built off the relationship from the initial quote unquote purchase from a person that wants to engage with you, whether it's an investor or um, I'll just call them a consumer, um, they will also initiate the type of communication that they want to have with you. Um, A business can reach out to, you know, investors or customers all the time, but it's a mutual relationship. So on our end, I make sure that, especially like with our investors, everything that they're owed gets sent out on time. But I also make sure that I communicate with them To let them know hey i am still here i'm not getting lost in my day-to-day actions um, and operations i'm still here as a person you can still reach out to me because you invested in what we're doing you deserve to see our growth now for other consumers they might not be as interested in the idea and vision just yet but that relationship may take a little bit more time to cultivate. But honestly, in the end, I would like it if all of our customers and investors had that same type of relationship with the business.
1: Yeah, that's great. And how refreshing to think that there are companies actually delivering on customer service. (laughs) I (laughs) I remember when I first met you guys and how unfamiliar the territory of investment capital was to you and how you have really embraced this journey. I'm wondering, as you sit here today, what, what would be the biggest tip for other entrepreneurs that want to raise money you would have?
0: Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of learning. Don't be afraid of growth don't be afraid of how big you can see your company. I think for some startups or, or new entrepreneurs, it is, it's a little a little overwhelming when you go through the crowdfunding process because you're looking at numbers, 10, 20 times the size of what you normally look at. And then you're like, oh, well, what am I gonna do with this now? And, it can, it can feel overwhelming because you're thinking of all the work, the hard work that you're doing right now. And you're looking at that number and you're saying, man, that's gonna take a lot of work. But what I will say is that the more that you grow, the easier those smaller tasks get. And the more that you grow, the more of a community that you have behind your business. And it's not all about the time that you put into your test, it's the energy that you have to give. So I would say with crowdfunding, for, for anyone that's going through crowdfunding for the first time, and um, or, or even honestly, even the second time or any new entrepreneurs, don't be afraid, don't be afraid to grow, don't be afraid to get it.
1: That's terrific. Really, really appreciate you coming on and and speaking to us. I know you are in the middle of a campaign, which we will put in the show notes. We will put all the details and the link to the offering there. But really want to thank you for your time. It's been it's been really a pleasure.
0: Yeah, same to you all. And um, honestly, check us out. We're at www.realdope.coffee and see what we're doing. We're we're engaging with people every day. And I really want to, I want to give a shout out to Crowdfund Main Street because you all have been excellent in the process of crowdfunding.
1: Thanks, Shell. It's a real pleasure. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye. Do you have any questions for our
0: securities lawyers and capital raising experts? Call the podcast hotline and leave us a message at 866-552-7726, extension 5. You can also send other inquiries to podcast at JennyKasson.com. We'd love to hear from you. Music for the Capital Insight podcast is Still Searching by Damon Criswell via Audio Hero. Thank you for listening to Capital Insight with Jenny Casson and Michelle Timish. Until next time.